What is up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart, and we got a great show lined up for you guys today. We'll be talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It is premiere week, so we'll be giving you guys our thoughts, our predictions, our hopes for this new film coming out this week. It is a big film. Marvel has really put a lot of eggs in this bat of his a lot of eggs in this basket regarding some of the expectations we have for seeing potentially new characters potentially merging universes so a lot to talk about with that movie we'll get into a big preview in just a bit big news coming out of marvel as well regarding the exit of john watts when it comes to directing the fantastic four movie of course he did a good job with those spider-man movies starring tom holland he was tapped to then be the director for fantastic four but that's no longer going to happen watts is leaving that project we'll tell you guys why that is happening a big change in the calendar for marvel with two of its major movies for 2023 being swapped in terms of their release dates so we'll talk discuss that and the cw cancels two dc shows shamari and i were on with this podcast just a couple of weeks ago i might even last week actually where we talked about the, the the likelihood that two dc shows would be canceled we now know which shows those are so we'll talk about that and, and then talk about whether or not CW made the right decision to move on from those two series. This should be a great podcast. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with the return of one Kendall Stewart. Kendall, excited to have you back on the podcast this week with Hero Talk. A lot happened this week uh, at Cine- CinemaCon, um, which was you know a lot of these studios coming out, showing what they have to offer for the rest of 2022, for the rest of 2023. Any big takeaways from your end, from what you heard about some of the stuff we heard from CinemaCon? Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, glad to be back. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you guys uh, held it down. I did not listen. So, uh, well, th- thanks for I, that. <laughs> so I do not know uh, for a fact, but, you know, I had the utmost confidence. But uh, in terms of CinemaCon, um, yeah, I mean, it was an interesting weekend. Uh, you know, there was, there was, it wasn't, look, it's not San Diego Comic Con, so there was nothing, um, nothing groundbreaking, but each major movie studio had their own uh, presentation. And, uh, you know, in terms of DC, I think the big, big thing was that, you know, that Matt Reeves announced that they are making the Batman 2 uh, officially. Uh, and that, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, such a formality it's like when the, the when the jaguars drafted trevor lawrence <laughs> number one is like uh you know breaking news but <laughs> um but still uh great to hear that we are getting a second uh movie because I, I mean i think we all we all enjoyed the first movie uh you know to to a high degree and then um you know from i think the other big news and i i want to say they also announced that batgirl is moving from hbo max to uh in theaters, which was also cool. I hope I wish that Blue Beetle would get that same uh, get that same treatment, but I don't believe that that was that that was said. Uh, Marvel. The only thing that came out of Marvel is that Kevin Feige said that. Uh, I mean, they showed things obviously that we are not privy to, but the only thing that's that was relevant to us was that they said that they are working. They were working last weekend on mapping out the next ten years for Marvel Studios creatively, and uh, I think the big. Uh, the big thing from Sony, uh, besides the, the Into the Spider-Verse title, which I believe uh, part two is what, Beyond the Spider-Verse, um, 
the big thing was that uh, they're making a, a, a another Sony Spider-Verse movie, uh, this time starring Bad Bunny. Um, so that should be interesting. That is uh, uh, El Muerto, um, a character that I don't know if anybody heard about, <laughs> nobody's ever heard of before this weekend, but uh, we'll see uh, how that how that lands. So, yeah, CinemaCon, there was some stuff, but, you know, nothing... Nothing too crazy. I think we all can uh, agree that the Batman getting the official sequel is something that we're all excited for. We talked plenty about some things that they could explore in a potential sequel that we'd be very interested in seeing. No surprise there at all that that is indeed happening, but it is noteworthy that they announced that this is happening. So that that is exciting. Also, the Across the Spider-Verse and Beyond the Spider-Verse now two different movies of course you had the supposed to be part one and part two now beyond the spider-verse becomes its own movie following this uh, latest installment that should be coming out sometime next year so that also, also venom three as well yes and venom, venom 3, three as well was yes was confirmed. confirmed so shamari who is with us on the podcast today i'm sure not too thrilled about that last piece of news but nonetheless sham is uh, great to have you on the pod today yeah yeah i mean i'm glad to be here of course uh you know i mean it is what it is not gonna hate on you know if people like venom you know they get what they like <laughs> you know so it is what it is um uh yeah i mean CinemaCon, you know they show some showed some cool stuff um you know i you know of course we weren't we weren't there hopefully you know maybe one day but um but yeah you know showed some cool stuff I mean, we know we're getting the batman um which i mean that was I think to me, I was basically expecting that, considering the success um, and how well received the first one was. Um, so yeah, yeah, some good stuff coming out of CinemaCon. Definitely some good stuff. Definitely some stuff to continue to keep an eye on for the rest of this year and for next year. But right now, our, our eye is focused on this week. This week is a major week for Marvel because. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness debuts in theaters, and it is expected to be one of Marvel's biggest world-building adventures in the franchise's history. The movie is directed by Sam Raimi and stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, and several other key stars. Anticipation for this movie is reaching a fever pitch. Deadline is reporting this week that pre-sales have already outpaced Captain Marvel, Thor Ragnarok, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and so far this movie is set to maybe have an opening box office number in the U.S. of about $150 million, so a lot of green coming to Marvel potentially for this movie. I'll start with Kendall since we did not have Kendall on the podcast episodes the last few weeks. Kendall, what are you hoping to see from this movie this week that would make this project a success for you? Um... Well, well, I will say I was going to make a joke about how, uh, you know, I don't know if Captain Marvel and Ragnarok and Guardians 2 are like the, the standard bearer for, for ticket sales, but it is a pandemic. So yeah, I mean, those movies, I mean, those movies did pretty well. And again, it yeah, is a yeah. Pandemic, you know, I mean, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a pandemic, so still positive, I mean, it's still gonna, positive, not impressed by anything these days. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I expect not you to be by like Batman 2. You don't want to listen to the podcast. Like, what, what are you impressed by these days? Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, I was, I was expecting you to hear, you know, Endgame or, 
know, yeah, <laughs> come on, beat Spider Man no way home. See that we we they comparing it to other solo quote unquote solo yeah. movies and and solo sequels. Right. That's why it made sense to do those three, and it's so fair far enough, outpacing all of them. Like I said, Kendall right now. He's moved out, so now he's he's not too cool for school a little bit in terms of his anticipation for some of these things. We we see what's going on. I will say, I mean, and I think that that's the big thing that is that is relevant is that you know, like the expectations. You talk about expectations, and I think that that is, you know, obviously the the thing with this movie is that there is, um, you know, I think a, a an unspoken or sometimes actually spoken uh assumption that we are going to see stuff uh in this movie that maybe isn't necessarily doctor strange centric quote unquote um but that it'll it'll still be uh uh sort of sort of sort of mcu changing and that it's not a normal doctor strange sequel it's not your it's not going to be like guardians 2 or it's not going to be like thor ragnarok necessarily and so um yeah, I mean, when it comes to expectations, you know, I'm obviously I'm very excited for this premiere. I mean, this is this is the this is one of them where I'm like kind of not really going to be paying attention to what people say. Uh, I kind of don't even care in terms of if people like the movie or not. You know, I'm sure you want you want to hear if people enjoy it at the the bare minimum, but I don't want to hear like, oh my gosh, like there's internet breaking stuff in it, you know. Because this one, I would assume there is, but if there, you know, if there isn't, I almost don't want to know going in. Um, so that's interesting. I, I, I took it a different way. I, when you first said that, I thought when you said I'm not really interested in what people think, I almost thought you were talking more, and I don't know how Shamari felt, like more on, like I don't care what the critical response is because maybe like this movie isn't necessarily about that. It's about this other stuff. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I, I, I'm never. I mean, Marvel. I tend to not care in general about the critical response when it comes to Marvel, especially a sequel like this, where I'm like, I, I've seen a Doctor Strange movie before. Not that this is going to be like Doctor Strange, but um, I think the last Marvel movie that was that had me like that was probably Eternals. And then before that, I mean, like even Shang-Chi, like, I didn't really care that much for the... I was pretty confident that that was going to be good. So... Um, you know, I, Marvel. I, I give them the benefit of the doubt. I, a lot of times, I don't want to avoid like going in with the perceived notion of, "Oh, this is going to be good or this is going to be bad." And that, and that's a, and that's a fair way, I think, to 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 view a lot of movies, Kendall. Um, Sham, when it comes to your thoughts on this movie, your hopes for this movie, what would you like to see that you feel would make this a success? We we. We've talked about the big game hunting potentially that could be happening with, you know, X-Men connections with Fantastic Four connections. As of now, still, we know nothing about anything involving the Fox properties that were acquired by Disney. Does seeing something from either of those properties or even do you need to see both both properties represented in this movie in order for it to be successful for you? Um, so it's so in terms of uh, my expectations, um, so it's kind of separated into a couple of categories. So if we're just talking about me having fun at the movies, you know, or me like just enjoying the movie as a movie. I don't really need to see. Oh, if I don't see Reed Richards, 
then you know I wasted my ticket, you know, or anything like that, you know. Like I, I kind of want I I kind of want a good Doctor Strange story in this Doctor Strange movie. I know there's gonna be a lot in it in terms of cameos and you know universes colliding and all that stuff. You give me good good effects, which it seems to have a good Doctor Strange story, which you know seems to be hinted at in in the, the trailers as well. Um, you know, we know Mordo's back, and of course Wong's back, and all that stuff. So, um, so I'm hoping that that they 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 kind of balance all that well, and we'll see how they do with that. Um, you know, on the other side of that, I do want to see cameos, right? I am hoping to get, you know, your Reed Richards, your, you know, the Professor X, and a Wolverine, possibly, potentially, maybe. You know, you don't know, so. <laughs> Um, you know, so you hope you get those things. So I'm hoping that we get those things. I'm hoping we get all, you know, as many cameos as they can shove in there. Um, you know, even if we just got the stuff that we're seeing in trailers and TV spots, I mean, I'm, I'm cool. You know, I'm not going to, you know, be losing my mind if I don't get anything more than that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting to be, to be pretty satisfied for the most part. I mean, I, I yeah. Go ahead, and I know you wanted to jump in. There. Yeah, I was just gonna say that uh, you know, Shamari, it was interesting at the end. He kind of um, answered it, but I was gonna, I was almost gonna say that like I was, uh, I'm sort of the, I was sort of the opposite in terms of, you know, I don't, I'm, I guess I'm one of those people that I don't need this to be a Doctor Strange movie at all. You know, if I came out of this movie and saying, same, man, this, this is not a Doctor Strange movie at all, I'm not gonna be upset if it checks the other boxes of like world building and crossovers and cameos and this and that. Whereas if you told me this, this man, this is a really good Dr. Strange movie, but you know, they really kind of misled us on any of the cameos and I'll, I'll be upset. You know, I, <laughs> I'll probably be the stupid fan. That's like upset that, you know, upset about stupid stuff, but still, you know, I, I, I am definitely in terms of weighing what is more important right now, you know, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not the guy who's like, I'm, I'm only going to see this movie to see the post credit team. But just in general, I feel like this movie is going to be deeper than, you know, just Doctor Strange. So that is going to be, for me, important. But um, but then, you know, Shavari mentioned the same thing that, you know, you also want to see cameos as well. And, and then on further on that note, I agree in terms of me not necessarily needing this to feel like a, a major Doctor Strange movie. We got Doctor Strange 1, and I think we've seen in recent years with, you know, I mean, not that we've seen a lot of examples, but you saw what we saw with Captain America Civil War, that, you know, you can we can do sequels where the story is told from someone's perspective, but obviously the story kind of goes beyond them because of the other characters that are involved. I'll actually be honest, for me, I think I am actually more invested in this story doing service to wanda and the scarlet witch rather than even doctor strange because wanda is the character that's being inserted into this doctor strange story and with some of the tie-ins that we're seeing in just some of these trailers that we've seen to wandavision and what it looks like will be a, a a rather gripping kind of journey that her character is going to go through i'm almost more interested in seeing like that journey be ser be, be be done its justice than like pushing forward a a Doctor Strange forward story, like Doctor Strange I think should be more of just a vessel to whatever journey Wanda's gonna go through and whatever this other kind of 
world building stuff that occurs in the movie that 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 that, that you know is on the ancillary, and that's I think where for me, the expectations, it's tough for me to really even center my expectations because I think now I will preface it by saying I'm not someone who's been spoiled very much by this movie yet. Uh, I I don't really follow. Apparently these TV spots have been very spoilery. I haven't seen any of them, so thank goodness for that. <laughs> I know they're on don't, watch, don't, don't watch playoff games. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're on during the yeah, playoffs, but like honestly, watch. like my brain is like off when like commercials come on now. Like I've noticed that in recent like weeks. I'm like, man, like I could watch commercials that have been on for like months and be like, ah, oh, that's funny. And then like my girlfriend or my friends would be like, that commercial's been on for like a year. I'm like, oh, I I just noticed it. So like my brain shuts off when then the basketball game is off. So. I'm sure I know I've seen Doctor Strange on the TV screen. I know that because I'm watching these playoff games, but I'm just I'm not I'm I'm not listening. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I've also w- watched a bunch of games at work where there isn't any sound on TV, so it helps a great deal too. But for me, I have not been that spoiled. So that kind of in some ways I'm kind of I don't want to say I'm upset about it, but in some ways I'm actually a little concerned because now my expectations are very high because I don't know anything really that's going to happen. And for some of the rumors and some of the discussions that we've had leading into this movie, that means kind of the possibilities are endless and they've already teased quite a bit in the trailers with seeing, you know, professor X, Charles Xavier played by Patrick Stewart. Like they've teased enough for me to think, okay, well the possibilities are endless and now let's get it. Like let's get Illuminati. Let's get the X Men and and Fantastic Four involved. Like let's get it all. And I'm hoping that I don't leave disappointed that we don't get some of that. I think I would be lying if I said that. Oh, if we don't get a lot of that stuff, but we get a really good Doctor Strange movie, like I'll be okay. Like I don't think I would be. I really don't. Only because of what's been already rumored and what's been presented to me in this promotional material. Hmm. I mean. I mean, I see what you guys are saying, um, and, and like I said, I do still, I do want to see cameos, uh, you know. But I mean, I'm, you know, I even just seeing what they've teased, um, if you know, seeing Patrick Stewart, seeing him talk about the X Men or in any way, I'm cool. I'm already grinning ear to ear just seeing that. I'm cool. I don't need, you know. I don't need to see Krasinski necessarily. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm cool, you know. So, um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get a lot more than just what was teased. But you know, you know, if we get what we saw, if we get some cool Strange stuff, some cool Wanda stuff, I'm chill. I'm good. So, Kendall, what do you think we will end up seeing? Like, let's get like a little bit of a bold prediction here. Like, like I think this is the biggest movie where you could do like bold bold prediction ox sham after yeah but like like what would be your biggest bold prediction from what you will see from this film yeah um you know i feel like we talked about it a couple weeks ago um i think there is a decent shot that we see a little bit like what we talked about with the uh cw christ on infinite earth like sort of montage of like different universes um and i you know i think that that is something that that is that is very possible um man i I, it's hard to say i what i will say for a fact that i do think that there will be something in this movie whether something we can predict or something maybe we can't predict that is 
that is going to be like the only thing people are talking about or the or the main thing people are talking about coming out of this movie um whether that's the x-men and mutants whether that's fantastic four i don't know but i am confident i don't think that this is going i don't think we're going to be coming out of this movie saying yeah, yeah i guess that was that was cool in a pinch but you know nothing much you know nothing else you know it doesn't mean anything for the future um I do think they will be setting up the future, but in terms of a bold prediction, I will say that I, I I'll I'll go as far as to say that we will that we will see some version of the Fantastic Four. So you mean, all so four. You say, so you say so you saying all four members will be seen, we'll see. Either we'll see all four members, or we will feel we will know everything we a lot of what we need to know about the next movie. After this movie. All right. Well, that's it's very interesting considering the next story that we have regarding the Fantastic Four. But before yes. we get into that, Sham, do you have a bold prediction for what you think you will see from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Uh, well, I'll, my bold prediction was basically going to be Kendall's bold prediction. Oh, um, wow, okay. So we had two Fantastic that, Fours. That we will see the Fantastic Four in some way, shape, or form, whether it's one of them, whether it's all four of them. Whether it's talk of Reed Richards or, you know, something along those lines. We're going to get the Fantastic Four in some way, shape, or form in this movie. You know, like you said, we, we're going to talk about John Watts in a moment. I don't think it, it may not be a coincidence that we're hearing about John Watts and the Fantastic Four around the time this movie is coming out. Interesting. I agree. It may not be totally disconnected, you know. Um, you know, there may be some kind of disagreement or disagreements about how something was done or what or how or something. Or shoot, maybe he just wants to get a, get ahead of whatever's gonna happen. Be like, nah, I, I ain't doing that. So yeah, just to remind you guys, I'm not yeah, actually doing like, that. Yeah, like once whatever we see, it's like, hey, just a reminder, don't ask me about this. Stuff. Yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. exactly. So yeah, to get ahead of you know, just you know, breaking the news kind of thing. Um, I mean, the premiere is is uh tonight. I mean, we're recording this on on Monday, so. You know, he may be saying that just ahead of the premiere before people start banging, breaking down his door. Um, you know, so, um, so yeah, I mean, that's that's I think that's certainly a possibility. Um, I would also say, you know, I think it's a I think there's a good chance we see more than just Professor X in terms of the X Men. I think there's a good chance we see whether it be Hugh Jackman possibly for the last time, I would predict. If he did show up, it's for the last time, I would predict. Um, but Hugh Jackman or, you know, McKellen. That would be crazy if Hugh Jackman showed you know, up. Or, you know, I think we may see multiple. Um, Feige and Hugh Jackman have a good relationship. They do. Remember when Hugh Jackman was posting all those pictures with Feige last year? People were like, what's going on? Yes. Yep. That did yeah. Does make you wonder. I, I will say, I will go as far as to say, I, you know, now that Shamari has inspired me to, to, to live on the edge, <laughs> I I think that we will 100% see at least one member of the Fantastic Four that we will be seeing. I think that the Reed Richards, if we see a Reed Richards in the Illuminati, I think that that will be our Reed Richards for the, for the Fantastic Four uh, movie. Because I, I just think that that's too confusing if you start doing like, oh, but that's a different. I, yeah, I tend to agree. I tend to agree with you. Yeah, that'd be kind of stupid. I wouldn't like and that. Then, I tend to agree. And with I, 
I think that they will, if they do introduce Reed Richards, I think they will do the whole, uh, you know, Captain America Civil War, where, like, you know, they're going to show him, like, you know, after the movie or, like, you know, the post-credit scene or in the, at the end of the movie, like, going back to the Fantastic Four, maybe going to the Baxter building or something like that. Like, I think they will tease the Fantastic Four, if not even, again, show the Fantastic Four in this movie. Um, and I will also go as far as to say, I don't think that the X-Men... I don't think we'll see much of the X-Men. I think we'll see much of the Fantastic Four. I don't think we'll see as much of the X-Men, but I think that they will also be heavily teased. That's interesting. I didn't expect both of you to think, to lean more on the Fantastic Four being like the main kind of forward thing that we get out of this film. I assumed it would have been X-Men only because we talked so much about mutants and we talked so much about Wanda's potential connection to them. But like I do, I do think it's a good point about the Watts, you know, exit happening the week of this movie happening, or at least being announced of the week of this movie happening, is definitely interesting. Uh, it's definitely interesting timing to say the least. But I, I'm gonna go with a bold prediction, and I'm gonna say that whatever Juan is gonna go through, it's gonna create mutants. It's gonna create mutants in the mod in like the the modern. MCU that we know. I think this movie is going to end up being like that hype I was talking about. It living up to for me, I think it's gonna live up to it. I think that we're gonna, I think we we are gonna see at the very least Reed Richards. I don't know if we'll see the whole Fantastic Four. It wouldn't shock me if we did, but I, I, I will say for sure I think we'll see Reed, and I think that we will learn about the development of mutants on the MCU through whatever Wanda goes through. Now, how those mutants will come about. I can't tell you what will be kind of the representation of these mutants. I saw some people say, "Hey, is it possible that like she brings in mutants from Krakoa?" Like, I, I don't, I don't know about all that, but I, I don't think that it will be. I think that we will have a, a much bigger <laughs> picture about what's happening with the future of Marvel after this film. Because at, 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 if it's not now, then when? Like, we don't yes. expect. You know, I mean, I guess you could argue maybe Quantum Mania can do a little bit of this, but. This is the only film to me that is absolutely equipped to really answer a lot of the questions we've had regarding these Fox properties that they Marvel literally has put not, has Professor not touched, X has not touched yet. Yeah, and they literally put Professor X in it. So if you're not going to do it now, then I don't know. I don't know when your next opportunity is. Like unless there's some Avengers movie that's not named that's coming out in two years or in a year. Like at a certain point, that Disney Eternals was the, the other with the other one. Yeah, Eternal was the other one. They laid no tea leaves, essentially. So, like, that Fox deal was, what, 2019 when that, when that Fox deal came together? Like, that's yeah. a long time now. I mean, we're in 2022. That's three years ago. I I can't imagine that. I know now, to be fair, there was a pandemic that halted movie production for, like, a whole year. But still, I cannot imagine that it was three. They, they, they In their plan, they had three years of production. Where they weren't gonna just like actually tell us what the hell is gonna happen with mutants in the Fantastic Four. Like, I, I can't, I, can't, I don't accept that. Some one of these movies was gonna do something to make it pretty clear what the direction is for those franchises. And when you look at the Marvel calendar, I'm not expecting it to be Black Panther. I'm not expecting it to be the Marvels. I'm not expecting. I said Ant Man is like the only one that maybe you consider, knowing that Kang's gonna be involved, but. I still kind of lean more on the fact that it makes more sense for this film to do it. And like Kendall said, Professor X is literally in this movie. So if it's not going to be him, then when? My other bold prediction, 
and this is a maybe a little bit of an outside the box one. I think we're gonna learn a lot about, and this is a very outside the box one. This is my true bold prediction. I think we're actually gonna know about what the hell's happening with Black Panther in this movie. Mm. I think that mm. because it, again, it just seems like how do how do we have no answer? This movie comes out this year. How do we have no answers to what's going? What the hell's going on with Black Panther? We've not seen any any footage. We haven't seen a photo. We haven't seen anything from Black Panther. And the more I keep thinking about it, the more I'm like, well, what the, what are they waiting for? And like, no, this movie comes out in November. It's May. How have we seen zero? Like, and I know Marvel has recently they've gone through this thing where they've kind of been slow walking some of their promotion because they can. You know, very few franchises and studios can do this, but Marvel can do that. But for Black Panther, this seems a little odd. Like, that seems like a movie that you'd want to, you know, get ahead of as much as you can in terms of promotion. So why have we seen zero? Like, I think we've seen zero because something involving how they're going to handle the T'Challa death, or at least the death of Chadwick Boseman. We'll see what they do with T'Challa. I think we'll learn about what that situation is from this film. Or at least a a, a large part of what's going to happen with that in this film. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a very bold prediction. Yeah, that, that is. And a it's bold one prediction. that, and I, I, to me, that's the one that nobody, because they're going to do something in this movie that nobody's thinking about. And to exactly, me, it's like, what yeah. could that possibly be? And that was the one thing I thought well, that would nobody would consider that to be something that you would see in this. Film. I, I mean, that's kind of been a hot button topic for a lot of people. And they haven't so said I anything. Know, I don't know that they would want that to be a conversation leaving the theater, like, oh, why, you know, or. Oh, I like what they did with Black Panther. Oh, I didn't like what they did with Black Panther. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I could see them doing. It. I mean, if they if they're if they're making a decision, they got to make a decision eventually, and people are going to talk about it. So it's kind well, of unavoidable. I mean, the decision has but, been made. It's just a matter of us actually yeah. seeing it. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah it's, it's just what is. It. So you know, you know, I think, and maybe they think it may benefit to kind of throw it in with Fantastic Four and. Professor X, so no one really cares. Yeah, it kind of distracted you. Yeah, you distract you like put the put the put the you know the wool of your eyes or whatever whatever the phrase is. Yeah. So you know, so you know it's possible. Um, that is a bold prediction though. I I I you know, I'd be I'd be yeah. Um, that's yeah. I mean that's something that it would be. That's certainly possible because, like you said, there's definitely something weird going on in terms of. And look, we get it. Like, obviously, there the timing is still everything's awkward uh, yes. regarding that in general. But, um, but they've been very quiet. Like, you know, I mean, at some point, you're gonna have to market the movie at on some level. Yeah, at some like, point, like you, you got to show people you're doing something. <laughs> yeah, and so the, the the only reason why you'd be holding back at this point is because is if. There's something about the movie that is overlapping with something else. Um, now we've said that before in the past, and sometimes that hasn't necessarily been the case, you know. Like, like, uh, but then you've got we had Doctor Strange, where we we hadn't seen anything from Doctor Strange until Spider Man came out, you know, or we knew, or you so, know, Thor. Also, yeah, Thor exactly. Love. Thor: Love and Thunder. They 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 waited, but. Um, you know, and it makes you wonder. Maybe that gets explained on some level in this movie. Like, I do wonder if like some of the weird stuff that's gonna be hap- that we've already know is happening in the MTU that hasn't been explained, and we're like, why is Jane Foster now all of a sudden Thor? Yeah, you know too. what's gonna happen with with Black Panther? Like all these questions that people have. 
you know, maybe even Miss Marvel. Like, we're, you know, Miss Marvel right now, we're kind of like, where did she even come from? Like, is she an inhuman? Is the royal family going to be involved? Maybe all that stuff is answered. Will inhumans even be in this movie? Black Bolt, obviously, yeah. the very prominent member of the Illuminati. Is, is he in it? And if he's in it, who's playing him? Is it the same dude from the show? Are they recasting uh, it? You know, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, but I mean, the guy even wasn't terrible. It's just, I mean, and, and then that, when you talk about multiverses, I mean, in theory, you know, he could be, you know, a black a different black, version. Yeah. yeah, but maybe that was not in the MCU, and they decide that we're gonna right. canonize it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's there's a lot of stuff at play in this movie that that they can that they can mess around with, and I also wouldn't count out or discount there being a connection to Loki as well. Um, I know. I don't, totally agree with that. You didn't. Nah, I know you didn't listen to the pod last week. Me and Sham actually t- I did talked not. about that. Yep. I said that I think that they have to, in my opinion, because at some right. point you got to also like Marvel has some bills to pay when it comes to creative license and you know, kind of creative. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like the the creative judgment and the kind of creative you know license that we give them. Like they've told us that watching these. Disney Plus shows is supposed to be important to what you're actually watching in terms of these movies. Now, we know WandaVision is important, so they're going to pay that receipt with this or pay back that debt with this. But, I mean, we've gotten nothing from Doctor Strange, excuse me, Loki, and we've already dealt with a major deal regarding the multiverse in Spider-Man No Way Home. We got nothing from Loki in that regard. So if you don't get anything, I think I, think, I told Kendall last week, I told Shmari last week, I think Loki's gonna be in this movie. I totally think he's gonna be in this movie, and yes. I think they got to pay off that debt at some point. Because again, if it's not now, you're gonna maybe wait till Ant Man. I mean, I guess in theory you could, but this is a movie dealing with multiverses, and Loki pretty much dealt entirely in multiverses. So I don't know how they don't they don't tie that in at some point. And Michael Waldron. Is writing this movie. He wrote this. Yeah, he wrote this exactly. Rewrote this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I and then the other thing that is sort of not as important, but is also on the table is I think we get two more Young Avengers candidates in Wicked and Speed. Uh, I think that they will be aged up by the end of this movie at some point. I could definitely. And then. We'll be throwing them into the Young Avengers mix. I don't know if we will see anything Young Avengers yet. They may be holding that off for Ant-Man. Uh, I think most people would assume, but um, is there any bold predictions regarding Wanda? I mean, I know you mentioned there, you know, some sort of X-Men uh, or mutants fallout. Um, do you think that's the big thing? Or, I mean, is there any yeah, Magneto I think, connection? I, I think me and Sh- I want to say me and Shamari said, talked about this as well. I, I think that there is a chance that this ends with Wanda, you know, joining Magneto and the Brotherhood of Mutants. Like, 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 because, because, you know, we keep saying who's the villain, what's the villain, what's going on. And like a lot of the people in the know keep saying, we keep trying to tell y'all Wanda is the villain of this movie. That's what they, <laughs> that's what they keep saying. I know there are other oh. villainous characters in it, but a lot of the people in the know who don't want to say too much will say, I think you should look Scarlet Witch. Looking for the villain, the villain of Scarlet Witch. And if we're really going to deal with a Wanda heel turn, which the promotion is definitely pointing in that direction, 
what could solidify that? And I think if, if somehow, you know, through whatever she's going to grow through, I think she's going to have some kind of manic episode, potentially. If Magneto is a person that, like, saves her from it, but then she gets, like, but then that's her his way of also ingratiating her and thanking her for, you know, awakening the X-Gene and awakening the mutants. I think that that's, be, that's my thing for Wanda. I think that we'll move her kind of away from the Avengers part of this story with her and move her more into the mutant story with her. Like, I, because if we're assuming it's going to be a mostly reboot of the X-Men, there may be some holdovers, but, you know, I don't think we all think that everybody from the last movie is going to be in these movies or everybody from the, you know, the singer movie is going to be in this mo- in these future X-Men movies. You need, you're going to need somebody from the Marvel universe to kind of be your anchor. Similar to how Iron Man was your anchor for Spider-Man Homecoming. I think a perfect anchor would be Wanda. I think they they may be able to do that by linking her to Magneto in this film. Oh, I I feel like that and that, and that's one of the um that's one of the things where I I think I I depart from from you guys. You I feel like something like that. I'm not on that B. Yeah, I feel something like that is going to take away from the whole Doctor Strange. I'd be like, boy, I would just leave it there and be like, wow, Wanda's a part of the Brotherhood. And, you know, we got the Brotherhood. I, I don't even care about Doctor Strange when I leave the theater. And I'd be like, that's, I don't know if I want that. It's called, right. it's a Doctor Strange movie, but I'd be like, just call this, I don't know, X Men, you know, some, call something else because that's all I care about. So, so part of the Brotherhood and Magneto and Avalanche. And, but when I say, when I say Brotherhood, I think. I don't necessarily mean oh like the brotherhood will be established. I think that <laughs> right. like essentially maybe she'll be the first member of the brotherhood. They'll tease. They'll tease they'll the brotherhood. They'll tease like, the brotherhood because that's okay. she is a original member like of the she's brotherhood. Join the brotherhood. I'm like dad. She's gonna join the brotherhood. Well, Where's yeah. Brotherhood? I was yeah, expecting I mean, to see. Blob I think, I think this will be the beginnings of the brotherhood. I'm not necessarily oh. there that she that she will <laughs> Toad be. Toad is gonna be pulling up. Yeah, Toad is with Magneto. Toad and Avalanche and Blob <laughs> are just like in the cut. It's like yeah, man, welcome to the squad. Like I'm not saying it's gonna be all that. I'm just saying I think that I think her future so, will be with the Brotherhood of Mutants and this will begin it with her her and Magneto coming together. And again, it'll move her away from the Avengers corner of the universe and, and have her be the anchor of the, the mutant side mm-hmm. in the universe. I will say if we do see Magneto, I don't know who will who be playing him. You would think it would be Ian McClellan, but could be somebody completely new, could be Fastbender. I do expect him to have the the, the more traditional X-Men the animated series, uh, Magneto get up uh, a lot of red and purple. Um, do we see Quicksilver at all? And, and who is Quicksilver? I've been thinking about this all week. It's funny that you asked that exact question. My instinct tells me, I just don't even want to see Quicksilver at this point. See, that's funny. So that, that also was kind of my feeling when I thought about it all week was like, do I even want to see him after what they did with that Ralph Boner crap? And uh, I don't know. This movie is just, it's just wild to me. There's so much that could happen in a relatively short amount of time. It's not like this is a three hour movie. Um, My instinct tells me that we will see him, but I don't think he'll be as big a factor as maybe you would think. And we're talking Aaron Taylor Johnson or, or, or uh, Evan Peters. I think we're talking Aaron Taylor Johnson. 
That makes more sense. I think we've already done the Evan Peters thing. I think that we'll actually see Aaron Taylor Johnson. That'll be interesting because he'll be playing both Craven and Quicksilver at the same time. Yeah, my theory is like Marvel has nothing to do with Craven. Right, they don't like, really even care. Like after that. what happened with Morbius, I'm just my assumption is just that like they, I mean, there's no way in hell we, I think we're gonna see Jared Leto in no Marvel movie. That's what we just saw. That's just the impression I get. Now, I can be I mean, totally I, wrong. I mean, I, look, I'm not gonna spoil anything for Kendall, but I'm just saying we saw some things. No, we did. We saw some things. I I'm know. Just, but Feige immediately afterwards was like, <laughs> just you know, yeah. Feige with me was like, that was all them. That's literally what he said when they asked him about it. <laughs> right. So I get the impression yeah. that Mar- they could do whatever they want, but Marvel is not really going to acknowledge it per se if they don't like it, which I don't think they would. So I think that they'll just I, – I don't think that there'll be much concern about Craven and, and him being Aaron Taylor Johnson. Here's the last thing I'll say on Doctor Strange. Is I think what I think is going to happen – you know, as we talk through it, I, 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 I think that this movie will, will move very similarly to Civil War, where Civil War was kind of the same thing, where we're like, oh, Spider-Man, like, what kind of, what kind of backstory are you going to get from Spider-Man, and what kind of backstory are we going to get from Black Panther, and all this different stuff? I don't think that we're going to, I think we'll be satisfied. Like, we were satisfied in Civil War with everything we got, for the most part. But I don't, I also think that when it comes to the Fantastic Four, when it comes to the X-Men, I think those are the two big things that will be teased um and i do think that it'll be it'll be focused on the characters that are actually involved in the story so i you know i think that professor x reed richards i would assume whoever's in the illuminati that represents and and i think that they will then be like the thing that leads us into a future mutants movie i don't and i don't think it'll be patrick stewart but any you know whatever pertaining to patrick stewart and wanda will lead us into the concept of mutants and that whoever is Reed Richards, I think will lead us into, into a fantastic four movie. And I also think real quick that we will be getting other Marvel library cameos. I agree with that too. I mean, cause remember there's, I mean, you like know, Ed Norton might be in this movie, you know, like just oh, ridiculous that's, that's, stuff that's, that we're not even, that we're not even thinking. Of. I know people have jumped to all oh, is Ben Affleck going to be Daredevil. I don't know about that, but like things in, you know, Nicholas Cage gonna come back as Ghost Rider, like all the ridiculous stuff that we can that you can throw we're out getting, there. I think, that least, that, I think we're getting at least one of those. Yeah, I think at least one. one of them. Yeah, I, I, I was, but when you said library, I was actually thinking about the future. Like, I was wondering about you know Reeve Williams. I was wondering about uh, you know She Hulk. Like, I don't think we'll see any of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, mm. Yeah, I think that that's. I think it's possible. I mean, that would be that'd be cool. Uh, I would definitely be, and it's possible. I just, think, I just get like, the feeling that Kang thing was just like, or that he who shall remain. I, I just feel like that, like that told me something. Time. That was the first yeah. time I've ever seen Marvel like do that. Like at least right. that I can think of, like where you show a person that is going to be a big deal way ahead of like when we were expecting to see them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So I don't. I, that so I, I get the impression that 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 something like that could happen. But as you guys can see, we've been on this for the last half hour or so. I mean, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> that's why so many people. Last are thing I want to ask show. you guys real that's, quick. That's why this movie's gonna make 150 million. What's up, Kendall? I just wanted to say, is there a villain that they could possibly tease in this movie 
I mean, I know we, I mean, we mentioned maybe Magneto, I, yeah, I but like, I, mean, I think Kane the Conqueror is also there's a good chance he's in this movie. Yeah, right. yeah, I remember. And I'm not saying like, like and when I say I know it sounds like there's a lot of people. I'm not saying like, oh, he's gonna have a big part in it. I just think that they'll show him. Like it can't right, be. like a Thanos, like a Thanos level, like yeah. yeah. I'm not saying whoever is gonna be Thanos, but like somebody where it's like, just so you know, like yeah, I know we're showing all these mutants and Fantastic Four, but like Magneto's coming. Or yeah, I think that Doctor Doom Thanos. is coming. I, or, I mean, I think it's I think it's Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, I think. I wonder, if it's, I wonder if it's Doctor Doom. Fourth man. Because we're talking about Black I mean, Panther be, and like, major. what is Black? What's the deal? What's the deal going to be Black Panther? And like, they've talked about. It, it's been a while since people have mentioned Doom, which I think is on purpose. Like, I think Marvel is trying to keep that as under wraps as possible. Smart. But, yeah. but I wonder if, like, I wonder if they let the cat out of the bag now that like he's around or that he's a thing. Maybe even if they mention him, like something about a Doctor Doom. I, I, I would be. I would not be shocked. You got something document related. I mean, I could see that. I could, I could definitely, I could definitely see. Now, that. if they if they name Doctor Doom and Magneto in the same movie, like I don't care anything about, I don't care anything else about the movie. It's already a, it's already a pass, a winning grade for me. I mean, I mean, like many of us, Kendall, I think a lot of us see that anything is possible, and we're all really excited about this film. Again, it premieres this week, Doctor Strange, in the Multiverse of Madness. Of course, we'll have a full review for you guys next week when the movie comes out. Well, after the movie comes out, of course, but we'll have your our review show next week. And man, hopefully, we're talking about all these theories and uh, many of them being confirmed. And, and hopefully, we're not. You know, I mean, Shamari seems that he'll be okay with more of a Doctor Strange movie. But I'm hoping that we get at least a good portion of a lot of this stuff to talk about in terms of looking forward ahead to the future of Marvel. But speaking of that future, it will be without a key piece that was supposed to be moving forward with the Fantastic Four movie. So Spider-Man No Way Home director John Watts will not be leading production of Marvel's Fantastic Four film. Watts was originally signed on to direct the MCU's first foray into the first family of the Marvel Universe, but according to Deadline, Watts indicated to Marvel that he, quote, needed a break and that he could not lead the project further. Marvel released a statement saying it is still optimistic that it will work with Watts in the future, there already were reports this past week that he's still in line to be the guy to to lead a fourth Spider-Man movie when that happens. Shamari, are you disappointed in Watts's departure from Fantastic Four? Um, I mean, uh, I guess a little bit uh, because I I'm sure he would have done a great job. I think he would have done a great job, but. I mean, I don't know anything about the Fantastic Four yet in terms of what their vision is. Um, and there are other great directors that can do it. So, I mean, I'm not like, you know, I'm not like distraught over it. Um, you know, and I think it makes sense. I mean, if there's, a, if there's just a disconnect in vision, he maybe pitched one thing, Feige maybe wanted to pivot to something else based on whatever... You know, I mean, it's kind of his whim, you know, since he's kind of the boss man. So, um, and I mean, it is what it is. You know, I mean, he's still, you know, on board to do Spider-Man, uh, which is exciting. And, um, you know, I think he would have done well with the Fantastic Four. I think that would have added fuel to the kind of like the Spider-Man and his amazing friends kind of human torch kind of connection that we may have still may have seen and may still see potentially. Um, but, uh. 
you know, it is what it is. These things happen. And I'm I, I'm sure Feige can find uh, someone, you know, someone that's just just as good to direct the Fantastic Four. You know, I'm not, you know, exactly going crazy over John Watts not doing, you know, any of these Marvel movies. He's a good director. He did a great job on Spider-Man. Um, but, you know, I, I think someone else can do Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how I'm feeling. Uh, what about you, Kendall? Well, yeah, Hasha Kendall, how are you feeling about Watts' departure with the uh, with with Shamari feeling like Marvel will be able to rebound? Do you feel the same way? Yeah. No. For me, I am. Uh, in terms of in terms of my reaction, I'm I'm also. It's there's definitely a slight bit of disappointment only because. It's sort of the devil you know versus the devil you don't. And, you know, I know John Watts would do a good job. I'm confident in John Watts. Um, would he have been my number one choice to do Fantastic Four? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm more, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a bigger fan of John Watts now than I was when they announced it because no way old man come out yet. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a little disappointing because I don't know who's gonna replace him. Like if they told me if you told me that they're replacing him with Michael Bay, then I'll be like, yeah, this is a loss. <laughs> but uh, man, just, you burying, know, just burying Michael Bay, Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, welcome he to. Put the... out, he just put out a good movie uh, last week with Ambulance. Well, and Kendall just <laughs> throwing him right under yeah, the Ambulance bus. There, very good. <laughs> welcome to so wait, so wait, so the Michael Bay. Uh, the Michael Bay jokes are uh, that's like two, three years yeah, old. Yeah, now, man, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Bay <laughs> jokes are finished, man. He he put the word out there. He back up. He, yeah, he missed, man. He the memo, man. <laughs> but um, I'm still recovering from Baywatch. But yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like uh, I feel like when it comes to Fantastic Four, I mean, look, Marvel movies in general tend to tend to sort of make themselves a little bit so. I mean, I'm sure this isn't going to, I'm sure they have a plan. I'm sure this isn't going to drastically change the plan. Um, you know, in terms of names, I know obviously people, the, the person that people were jumping to prior to J- John Watts getting the role was Peyton Reed. Um, you know, and that the Ant-Man movie sort of fit that, uh, sort of to fit that, uh, that, that just genre and that, that movie thematically, uh, what we expect a Fantastic Four movie to look like. Um, I think another outside the box name, and this is a, this is one that I don't know if they're going to go in this direction. Uh, this would certainly be out of their wheelhouse, not in the Marvel family, but in the Disney family. I wonder if they'd give Brad Bird a shot. Oh, different name than I have. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, in terms of Brad Bird, obviously director of the Incredibles. Um, I wonder if that would be, that would be something that they would be interested in as well. I don't think he's done. I, don't, I mean, he may have done live action, but obviously, I think he's more known for his animated, the animated director directorial projects. So, um, live action would be a, a a shift, but you know, Dave Filoni on, on the Star Wars side is proving that he could do both. That is true. I, I like that name, uh, uh, Brad Bird. I, I I was going in a totally different direction in terms of staying in the Disney family. For me, and I know you guys will certainly have intrigue. I think by this name. I thought, what about Bryce Dallas Howard? I mean, some of the episodes mm. we saw her produce and direct for The Mandalorian have been, just quite frankly, the best 
episodes of and, and Boba Fett have been the best episodes that of each of those shows and everyone has been saying you know maybe she's someone that should be in line to do a Star Wars film I think about some of the tones that were set with those episodes she did I think she would be outstanding doing the Fantastic Four and she would be very high on my list of potential directors to replace John Watts different directing style but I think the kind of adventure space adventure fun that comes with what she's done already we've seen would fit very well with what the fantastic four is supposed to be about at least what we we're known to for them to be about so i think she would be very very high on my list um there are other people out there i've seen a lot of people pointing to john krasinski which mm. you know will he be casted in the movie i mean you know, I, I assume those people are suggesting that he should direct and be in the movie <laughs> the last time that was thrown out there it was ben affleck doing the yeah, batman that didn't, that didn't go very well I mean, it, it works for the batman but it didn't really work out for ben affleck yeah yeah exactly yeah it all worked out for us but not for him and not for the people who want to see a batflick film i i don't know i don't i don't know if i need to see that i mean krasinski is is starting to really develop into a, a really i mean the quiet pace was a really good movie and he's starting to develop into you know a pretty respected director and filmmaker so i don't want to make it sound oh he's just an actor and like he he, he's got chops certainly i just don't know if i want the actor who's also directing thing i I just don't know if that's marvel has never done that before and i I don't i don't need them to to reinvent the wheel and try something new for i don't think i don't think that that's first a first first movie like in this in this new property I, i i don't want to see that like if this was I think he, Robert Downey doing Iron Man four, I'd be all right. Well, you know what? Is anybody who's earned this is Robert Downey. You know, or Chris Evans won direct Captain America four, and he was in it somehow. I say all right, I, I'll give this a look. I'm not giving Krasinski, who's never been in a Marvel movie, say you're going to direct and be Reed Richards. I, I don't, I don't need to. See that. I, I could see him if he was in it getting an EP. I don't think that they would. Yeah, I don't think that that's something they would do really, unless yeah. like you said, something just a super lifetime achievement award kind of situation. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. Red Bird, by the way. I mean, just like how. Yeah, and I mean, and and quickly, just how uh, Ryan Reynolds is is super involved in the creative involving Deadpool. I expect him to be super involved in whatever Deadpool 3 looks like under Disney. And and the word is that he is. So, like, but he's not the director. You know, he may get a screenwriting credit or he may, I think he's got an EP credit on every Deadpool movie. And he should. The guy has a great, he has a great, you know, feel for the character. He has a great just like mine for like what we want to see from the Deadpool franchise. So I, I I love that he does get that credit, but yeah, I'm making him a director. And I don't know if I need Ryan Reynolds to direct the movie per se. Like to me, Ryan Reynolds is almost like LeBron when it comes to the, like him being Deadpool, where it's like, I mean, yeah, there's a coach, but like LeBron's kind of the coach. That's kind of how I view like Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. If they wanted to do that with Krasinski, that's fine, but I think you should still get a director. I don't think you should say, "Oh, we're gonna make him the director." Just like LeBron shouldn't be a player coach. Like, like clearly Krasinski had a lot of pride, you know, for the Reavers' character and a lot of pride in the Fantastic Four franchise. So, I respect his knowledge and him wanting to be involved. I just don't think director is the right role. Shamari, out of Bird and out of uh, uh, Howard Dallas, are any of those two people intrigue you? Uh, I mean, both of them intrigue me. Um, uh, I mean, Brad Bird did a great job with The Incredibles. Um, you know, and, and you know, I'm a believer in, you know, as Kendall mentioned, people being able to move from animation to live action. I mean, 
um, you know, it's it's definitely an adjustment, probably. You know, I'm sure, but you know, I think it can be done. And what do you, how do you guys feel I, about John Favreau? Sorry, to cut you off. Yeah, I mean, I like, Favreau's I, another name. I mean, yeah, he I like did. He, I mean, he and he's done Marvel before. He's an Iron Man, yeah, and he did. He's done the tech. Job. It's sort of the tech lane. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I have no doubt that he can do it as well. I think what you guys are saying kind of goes back to what I was saying, which is there are other names. Yeah, you know, right. there are other names that they can get that will still spark interest, that are still experienced and, you know, that are still familiar with the properties, you know, and they can they can get someone else. And the Fantastic Four is such a known group. Amongs among Marvel and among movies at this point, they've had a couple movies already um, that were kind of big movies. Like they, yeah, call yeah, a lot of yeah they, they they tried, man. You can't say they didn't try. They caught a lot of attention. Yeah, um, you know, last one didn't hit, but the movies still catch a lot of attention. They're a name stay at this point among these kind of superhero movies. So, um, so you know, I'm sure there are a lot of directors that would want to do it. Um, you know, so I mean, honestly, but both of those names are very are are good choices. Fabro's another option. So yeah, I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of good options for uh, to direct this movie. Shaman, it's my I want last thing on this, and I'll ask Kendall this because I thought that was the last interesting point Shan made about him feeling like a lot of directors will jump at this. Do you feel that way, Kendall? Because I kind of I kind of like you know I was raised eyebrow a little bit when Shamar said that. Not to say that you know Shamar didn't have a decent point, but. I mean, he mentioned. I mean, I mean, there are pretty high, high-profile failures with this franchise. There's no question. Obviously, not linked to Marvel, but you know, Fox has tried you know two different variations of this franchise. They've done three movies. You maybe argue the first one did. I think the first two probably did well in terms of box office, but neither did well critically. The third one was just. I mean, we don't even want to talk about the critical response to that. Like, do you feel like this is a, a? Do you feel like other directors will look at this and say, "No, nah, this is an attractive franchise to to start"? Or do you do you feel like there's something about this story that maybe people will be hesitant by based on its prior failures? Um, I think the the sports analogy, EJ, is, and I think you would appreciate it because you're a Met fan, you're you're a Nick fan. When when yes. these types of yes, quote unquote, bear, bear, bear my pain to the world, Kendall. But yes, those yeah, are two accurate things. Yeah, I mean when 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 you're uh when you're when you have these quote unquote cursed franchises, <laughs> which I think Fantastic Four would fall under that uh that category. You know when you're under new management, as we've seen with the Knicks, as we've seen with the Mets, there is excitement. There is a natural excitement that people want to be a part of this. Um, nobody wants to be a part of the Knicks. No one wants to coach the Knicks when they've got the same GM, you know, in the same front office. No one wants to coach to manage the Mets when they've got the same GM, same ownership, this and that. When you tell me that there is new ownership, new front office in those situations, now all of a sudden that becomes a co- an attractive coaching destination. I feel like directing a movie is a lot like coaching a coaching a sports team. That's and right. I feel like, you know, when it comes to Fantastic Four, like, yeah, nobody if 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 20th Century Fox or 20th Century Studios is making another Fantastic Four movie, I don't think people will be jumping at this. But with it being under Kevin Feige, 
I, and it being under Marvel Studios, I think, yeah, I, I, I agree that I think that this is something that people will be interested in. Um, and I, I, I feel like they're going to get a name that we recognize. I don't, I don't know if this will be a, a situation where they, they kind of go outside the box like they sort of done, like they did with bringing in, uh, uh, with, what's her name, Nia DaCosta for uh, right. the Marvels. You know, I think yeah. that they were gonna, they're gonna try and. Um, or even the guys they have doing Blade, you know, I think they're gonna, really, they're gonna get a recognizable name for uh, for Fantastic Four. I mean, they did the first time. You know, I feel like the first time clearly yeah. was a template yeah. in terms of John Watts as somebody that they're familiar with, somebody that's done, you know, a, a vibe and that that we that we recognize. So I would say look to John Watts, and I don't think we'll go too. I don't think they'll f- fall too far off the beaten path in this next choice. We do have to move on, but one last thing on this, real quickly, both of you guys. I'll ask Sham first. Marvel is saying that there's no hijinks, there's no drama involved. It's just a guy needing a break. Do you buy that? That there's no creative issue or anything like that that stemmed this, stemmed that that created this void now in the director's chair? Uh. We know there's been creative changes that Marvel's been doing. We know that's happening because we see the rewrites that were done for Doctor Strange. Like we know things are happening, and the, the mm. word that the rewrites were to add more stuff to Doctor Strange. So, so, so do you do you buy this word that there's no hijinks, there's no again no drama regarding why he's leaving? So I don't think there's any drama, but. I would tend to believe that there's something with regards to that something changed with the project and that it affected how Watts viewed the project. I don't think there's any drama. I don't think there's beef or anything like that. Um, you know, cause Watts is, I mean, I, I mean, I think he's Teflon in Marvel at this point with what he did, what he was able to do with no way home. Um, so I don't think there's any beef. I think he's, I think, I think I think again, you know, I hate to kind of reuse this whole thing. Like a lot of things, it's somewhere in the middle. You know, it's you know, there was something that Watts maybe wasn't didn't like, didn't like in terms of Feige putting out a bulletin, maybe even directly to Watts saying this is where we're going to go with Fantastic Four. You know, we kind of made some changes here, or this is who Reed Richards is. Well, I'm sure he probably knew that, but this is who I have in mind for the thing or whatever. If you don't see the thing or whatever. So, you know, and maybe there's something that's like, you know what, it, Watts probably saying to me, saying himself, you know what, you know, I've done so much for Marvel. I've done I can use a vacation. A <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't need to be butting heads with anybody over Fantastic Four. So let someone else deal with it. I, so I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. I think that's probably where we are. I, I'd be a little shocked if there was nothing. If, Everything aligned perfectly, and he just randomly decides, ah, I'm tired. You know, it's like, I mean, maybe, but I would think that, you know, maybe something something happened, something happened, where he's like, now he's like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. Okay, real quickly, Kendall, do you do you think that nothing is afoot, or is something afoot? What, what, do, you, do, you, what do, you, do you buy this story that nothing to see here regarding Watts' exit? Um... I don't think there's nothing to see here. So, like Shamari said, I think, you know, something happened. I don't think it was any, like Shamari said, it may not even been anything nefarious. It may have been a, a mutual parting of waves. 
I don't. This isn't a Scott Derrickson leaving Doctor Strange situation, right? Uh, where he has to go on Twitter and be like, "My movie was great. I'm sorry you guys didn't get to see it." <laughs> well, uh, we all know that was that was Trank, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but regardless, I you know I do think that decisions were made. Probably, I think that this was Marvel driven. I think that they, I think they're the shift. I don't know what it is. Just like with Scott Derrickson, where they decided, yeah, all that horror stuff, we're actually going to make it a multiverse mashup movie. I think that this is going to be, and the the first thing that comes to mind is, well, maybe they needed to close the deal on Krasinski and he wanted some sort of directorial uh, credit as well. And to make the deal happen, is, that's, that's where they're going. Or maybe they just felt comfortable with Krasinski. Uh, if he's in this next uh, Doctor Strange movie, he's somebody that that you definitely go towards. But I also wonder if it's, is it someone like Sam Raimi or is it someone like Michael Waldron, you know, that they've worked with on Doctor Strange that in Loki that they've said, you know what, just give this guy. This guy's already written Reed Richards or he's already done stuff. He's already helped us introduce Fantastic Four. Just give this guy. And I mean, Sam Raimi's not just this guy, obviously. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's done a lot more than, than Doctor Strange. But yeah, he's, still, not, he's, not, he's not an undrafted rookie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Give the kid a shot. But, you know. Yeah, it's um, not a Wally Pip situation here. No. He's he's, he's Lou Gehrig. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, uh, and Waldron, you know, he's written a lot. But he's, you know, he, you know, obviously he, he does the show Heels um, on Stars. And so he's got a little bit of experience um behind the camera as well so i you know i i think they i think they have a plan i don't think that this is i don't think right now marvel is stuck uh without a director for fantastic Four. i think they know who it is interesting okay that's a great place to leave that um real quickly guys i thought this was fascinating uh marvel announcing that they are going to swap release dates for two of its 2023 movies so ant-man uh, and the Wasps, Quantumania, and the Marvels will swap dates. So Ant-Man gets moved up from July 28th, 2023 to February 17th, 2023. The Marvels, which is a Captain Marvel sequel, gets moved back from February to that July date. So the word from Deadline is apparently, you know, the report is that, hey, both movies are doing great, but Ant-Man is further along in production so it just made sense to just swap the dates. I don't know how you guys are taking it. Again, I kind of feel like it's kind of the same conversation we were just having with the Watts situation. But, I mean, I, I, I mean, now Marvel's kind of in its own world with being like this shared universe where they do multiple movies that are all in the same universe but different characters. But I've never seen where it's just like, oh, this movie's further along, so we're just going to change it to swap dates like that. Like, that's not something that is normal. And you would think would cause obvious uh what's the word i can't like canon canon problems like you know problems with yeah. the continuity the timeline yeah yeah the timeline continuity given the secret timelines are supposed to be connected now <laughs> right now maybe it's being moved because of those changes and they're just and this is just like a ruse to say oh everything's fine we just got to move these movies because of production or is it what they're saying? I don't. I don't know. But something doesn't seem right about this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably not as concerned about it 
Um, them kind of swapping the dates. I mean, I feel like Doctor Strange may give us. Some, we know that we're gonna get. You know, I think it's a, we're gonna get one of the was it the one of the Rambo's that we're gonna yes, get or what? Like, yeah, it looked like Maria to me in the trailer. You know, so so we're gonna get somebody. Um, you know, that may be involved in in some way, shape, or form in this movie. Um, you know, I don't know. I, honestly, it's it's hard to really know. I, I have no idea what's. I I don't think. It's kind of like a house in disarray kind of situation with either of these. Um, they may, I, I do think a pivot is being made. Uh, that I do think. I do think a pivot is being made. I don't think it's nothing. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't think, I'm not to the point where, you know, oh, this is like a very alarming situation. You know, I think it's, you know, maybe something needs to be changed. Maybe something needs to be updated, you know. And I do believe in that Ant Man probably is further along now. After whatever is whatever is going on, um, and um, I still don't know. We still don't really know what effect these movies are going to have on the overall um, kind of layout of everything. Like the last Captain Marvel movie was a prequel, so that didn't really affect anything. They could they could have done really whatever they wanted with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this Captain Marvel movie is going to do. If it's going to do anything. Those movies tend to, I mean, at least so far, they've seemed kind of just off from everything else. And they can do that with Captain Marvel. I mean, you know, she can kind of be off and doing whatever. So I don't know. Um, but, you know, but I guess we'll see. I'm not too concerned about it. I, I think, you know, I think I think everything, you know, I, I haven't seen anything so far, at least, to get me too, get me too worried about it. Okay. I mean, Kendall, do, do you see anything weird about these dates being swapped for these two movies do you feel like they, it could be a connection to a creative difference or not a creative difference but a creative shift that is happening shamari says that he does agree that that is that there is some kind of shift happening but i wonder if it's something bigger than that i wonder if it's you know something that they they feel like they got to get done whether it be something with you know secret invasion that they need more time before we see uh you know the marvels is it something with Doctor Strange, that makes them feel like Ant Man being sooner would be would make more sense. Like, do you feel like any of those things could be a factor as to why we're seeing these dates change? Yeah, I mean, I think that Secret Invasion uh, will be affected by this. I don't know if it's the reason why they're making this change, but I, you know, if the plan was Secret Invasion comes out in like January and Miss Marvel comes out in February. I don't think you can do that anymore. You can't just, I mean, you could, but if that was a plan, now that plan is thrown out the window because yeah. uh, whatever plan you were going to have of it overlapping um, is thrown out the window. And it does make you wonder, does Loki season two now tying closely to Ant-Man? And that's something that they have to start pushing yeah, forward. That's supposed, to, that's supposed to be shooting very soon, by the way. Right. And so if Loki season two, does that mean that Loki season two now is going to come out before a season invasion? That would be a, that would certainly be a calendar shift as well. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to feel about it. I mean, I'm more excited for a secret invasion than I am for Loki, but I'm more excited for Ant-Man than I am for Captain Marvel. So uh, I guess I'm just taking it all in right now. Um, speaking of those two, being possibly connected to movies, this is off the beaten path and obviously won't get into anything spoilery, but 
is there do we think that there's a chance that uh I'll let you answer this afterwards, but after you give your take on this, but do we think that there's a chance that uh Moon Knight is connected to Doctor Strange at all? Food interesting, for yeah, interesting point there. Before I get on the Moon Knight thing, in terms of this swap, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just get the feeling that something. I feel like I don't feel like this is nothing. Again, I, I think this is again Marvel telling us there's nothing to see here, but in just oh, this movie is further along, so therefore it's gonna put it ahead of it. I don't know. I just don't. I've never seen Marvel do business like that, and the fact that this will be the first time in. 12 years where we've seen them say, oh, we can just randomly just swap movies and you guys won't know the difference. When you're actually doing more, you're releasing Disney Plus content to go along with these movies and all of it, again, has to, a lot of it connects to each other. It just seems like, I think there's a reason why the Disney Plus calendar is very, like, just like, it's just vibes right now. Like, we don't know any when anything's coming out. Yeah. It, it, like it's vibes, you know what I'm saying? Like there was a time, remember when the first slot of shows was coming out, we would kind of know, okay, this comes out at this time, and this comes out at that time, and then this will come out then. Like we knew kind of the first three shows how it was supposed to be. Pandemic ruined everything, so then that kind of threw everything all out of whack. And they did make adjustments, but initially we knew it was gonna be, uh, it was gonna be you know Falcon and Winter Soldier at a certain point, then WandaVision was gonna follow, and then we were gonna get Loki, and we kind of knew general dates about when we're going to get that like do you does anybody know when we're going to see Captain Marvel does anybody know when we're going to see excuse me uh uh, uh Miss Marvel does anyone know when we're going to see She-Hulk now we know when we're going to get Miss Marvel but Miss Marvel was supposed to come out before Hawkeye and right. they didn't really tell us why but they, <laughs> we, we kind of know why but they 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 ended up pushing that back to when it looked like it was going to be after She-Hulk but then, then they end up deciding, I oh, know, actually, She-Hulk needs more work. So we're actually going to put She-Hulk behind yeah, this yeah, Marvel. Does anyone know when She-Hulk's coming out? And then forget about, like, yeah, no idea. those shows. Like, what about, like, Agatha, the Agatha show? What about, uh, again, Ironheart, Armor Warriors, Echo. Echo, which is supposed to be shooting soon? Apparently, there are shows that we don't know about, like this Daredevil reboot, allegedly. Like, we don't know any of this stuff happening. We don't know when this stuff's supposed to come out. Now, I think Marvel has some idea, but I get the impression that there is some creative maneuvering that has to be done in order to kind of figure out what the order is. And some of this stuff we're seeing with these movies being just all just thrown around at this point. I think some of that is having to do with that, is trying to piece together, okay, which show is ready and how are we going to compare that to how these movies are going to come out or what we're going to see in Doctor Strange and so I got to make sense, and considering there were a lot of changes to Doctor Strange, I think this is connected to that. I don't think that this is just oh, you know, we just happened to just want this movie first. I don't know how you get this late in the game and you decide that you could make uh, from February to July. That's a five month difference. You could decide, all right, we could just move this other movie up by five months. Like that's a lot of time. That's not oh, it's you know, we could just move it up a, a month or two and that's fine. You moving a movie up five months? That's a big deal. And you moving move, a movie back five months isn't as big a deal, but considering it's being swapped with another movie in your franchise, something something is up. I can't even tell you exactly what it is, but I think it is creative based, and I'm just, I think that again we may learn more answers about what the hell is going on by the end of this week. But on, on the Moon Knight thing, um, I I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I, I'm gonna say we won't see anything from Moon Knight. Moon Knight wraps up this week. 
that would kind of be a lot to say, okay, now we're going to put Moon Knight um, in this movie as well, though that could be strategic as to why they're, they're dropping the finale of Moon Knight on the same day. Yeah, I'm just saying it's the, the timing is interesting. Timing and there is, is no reason. There is no reason to think that they are tied in at all other than the timing and, you know, Moon Knight is kind of mystical and weird. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I, but those I, are the only... Yeah, those the, the only question reasons. was, will we see Moon Knight? And I don't think we'll see Moon Knight. I, mean, I know. I don't know. I didn't... Yeah, and I didn't say will we see Moon Knight. More so, will there be any tie-in? I mean, I will still say no. Any tie I mean, I will say if there is a tie-in, I think it's going to be very loose. Like, I don't know. Could you see Kanshu or something like that? Like, maybe. I don't, I don't think you're going to see... Moon Knight or Layla or anything. The finale of Moon Knight won't have anything to do with that. I don't I don't think so. That would be my bold predictions. I don't think so. I think this Moon Knight is setting up to be something I think it's supposed to be an epic finale within itself and within its own world. I don't think you can then throw in him in this movie and say, by the way, he's also doing this. I, I don't know. That's just the impression I get. Jamar, do you, yeah, do you have any take quickly on Moon Knight? Yeah, I I don't think we're gonna get Moon Knight. I you know, I don't think we're gonna get any tie into Moon Knight. I, I just don't think it really fits with whatever is going on in this movie. No, Blade is another. Um, Blade is different. I can see Blade makes more sense. I mean, I can see Blade. I could. I mean, it, you can kind of see anybody. I guess. I mean, Blade. I mean, this is kind of. It was originally pitched as a horror movie, so yeah, Blade could show up, but. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking we're gonna get more of the more of the big fish, you know, the Fantastic Four, your X Men, your, you know, that kind of stuff. Staying uh, or moving away from the Marvel stuff to wrap the show this week, it's official, guys. DC's Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow will end after their seasons conclude, which Legends, I believe, already did conclude uh, earlier this year. CW announced it is not renewing Batwoman for a season four. The series is set in Gotham City, and it suffered a great deal of turmoil ever since its star, Ruby Rose, left the show prior to the end of season one. As she was replaced by Javicia Leslie, still rating suffered in this past season three where it dropped 20%. It did still outperform Riverdale and Nancy Drew, but nonetheless, CW and DC decided to pull the cord on Batwoman. And DC's Legend of Tomorrow is over after seven seasons. CW is not rewarding the series with a farewell season. Um, and apparently this season seven ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. So that show is just going to be gone, and there's, there's there's no kind of payoff to whatever they so we, we can erase it off. Uh, we can erase it off EJ's whiteboard. No, we have to finish Legends. Yeah, no, my, my whiteboard that's been in my basement that I've not lived in for uh, two years now still has shows I need to watch in this week, and you know, Legends of Tomorrow is uh, is on that whiteboard for what it's worth. I am like legit like four seasons behind Legends. I think it is crazy. Um, it might be more than that, honestly. <laughs> it might be. It could be more. It honestly, if she told me it was more, it wouldn't shock me. I couldn't even tell you the last thing I remembered from Legends, but I will say in terms of look, we know there's a big overhaul happening with warner media i actually think it's being a bit understated in terms of what its impact for dc considering discovery had this merger cw is being is up for sale and could be bought and 
we see CW kind of slowly moving away from being the channel of, you know, DC hero content. And the Arrowverse now being whittled down to just The Flash, which could be entering its final season next year. They're not saying that, but there's a lot of, you know, tea leaves to suggest that that is the case. We are getting this, apparently we are, we will get this Gotham Knights show that's coming out. But besides that and Superman and Lois, that's all we got. So I'll give it to, you know, Sham. What do you make of the end of Batwoman and Legends? Uh, well, you know, I mean, we talked about Legends. I mean, I haven't seen, I can't, I can't, I don't know what to say about Legends. I haven't, I haven't watched, uh, I haven't watched the show in way too long. And not because it wasn't good, just because it just, it, it just didn't happen. You know, it's, you know, it's just one of the ones that kind of fell to the wayside. But, uh, Batwoman, um, you know, I think it's just a, the result of the show just itself being on the chopping block. Um, in terms of, um, you know, quality and and uh, I, I I haven't looked at the ratings to be fair, but I, I mean, look, I don't know what the ratings were. I I mean, I wouldn't think that they were stellar, but yeah, I mean, I, the word I, is that it was, it was a twenty percent drop from season two to season three. You know, I mean, that's that's a pretty steep drop. Yeah. Um. So. You know, the show the show was definitely on the chopping block. It just was in terms of just shows that were expendable, you know, cutting costs and making room for new shows and whatnot. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I think the I think the project itself was pretty ambitious in it on, in its on its own. Uh, I think I think the acting talent on the show was good overall, uh, but the writing. And the plot was just they they it was just really all over the place, and um, it was it was kind of moving too fast and uh, it was moving too fast and it was stuck in the same place for too long somehow at the same time. Um, it was just it was just you know they just it just wasn't it just wasn't good high quality it just wasn't good um, you know for many different reasons. I'm not going to go into for because I've you can listen to our Batwoman reviews when you go into that for ever. But um, but yeah, you know, just a, just a result of that. You know, I'm sure the actors and actresses on the show will find work elsewhere because I, th- I think they all did a pretty solid job. Kendall, when it comes to the, the Batwoman side of this, I think there was a lot of excitement when it was announced that they were doing a Batwoman show that was going to be based in Gotham City. And a lot of that excitement kind of dissipated, honestly, as soon as we kind of started seeing the show, but it's particularly when Ruby Rose left. Do you feel like, in terms of what went wrong, it kind of centers on the Ruby Rose exit, or do you feel like there was kind of larger issues that led to it not lasting beyond three seasons? Um, There were larger issues. Uh, <laughs> to me, Batwoman... <laughs> not nearly as much of a train wreck but it's a little bit like urban meyer with the jaguars where it's like you know urban meyer wasn't fired after one year because the jaguars weren't good like i don't think that this show necessarily got canceled now because you know people didn't love it uh as much as it was i think there was too much controversy and turmoil um on top of it like when you have a show where your 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 lead leaves the show after season one 
And, you know, on top of the fact that she almost, like, was paralyzed during the filming of, the, of season one, and she talks about how terrible the the the, the crew and the, the other cast members and all this other drama, and he said, she said nonsense. Like, I don't think that, you know, when you're, again, new management starts coming in, and they're surveying the landscape, they're like, we don't want to deal with this. You know, all this, this quote unquote baggage. Um, so I don't think I think I don't think that that helped their case. I think that, of course, there was a business decision made and um, Warner Media felt I mean, Warner Brothers Discovery felt like they did what's what was best for their portfolio. But um, I don't think that they helped themselves. But um, overall, I mean, and, and I mean, Legends is a show that, you know, they're they're like that. If if, if uh, the Batman getting announced the Batman two getting announced is like, you know, a, a surefire number one pick getting drafted, then Legends is like Legends getting canceled is like that guy who's like been retired been like super old for like three, four years now and then like retires and you're like, you know, kinda of, you thought he was retired already, but then he announces his retirement. Are they gonna, like, gonna say it's like today, like Robinson Cano getting cut? Who's <laughs> just like Yeah, a little like, bit. Well, like, well like, I mean he's been, he's hitting one ninety, so yeah, like Ben Rossberger announcing retirement. I'm like, all right, Ben. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, this this is a show that you know it, it still had fans, so obviously you want to be respectful of the fact that same with Batwoman. You know that you never want to see these shows get canceled. Um, that's always been my motto: is I'm never going to be the one that's like upset that a show gets green light or a show gets get gets brought back because I don't have to watch it. You know, like, right. There's all, these, there's all these, you know, nut jobs that, you know, you know, like, just like, <laughs> just disdain Batwoman and we just want to clown it and this and that. And right. it's like, if you really don't, if you really don't enjoy it, you, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know look, to, look, what we, look what we've done in this podcast. That, we just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we just stopped talking about it. Right. <laughs> we stopped talking about it. It doesn't have to be a thing where it's like, I have to do reviews talking about how, how much I hate it, you know, like, that you don't have to do that. So, um, because these shows have fans, like I mentioned, and you know, uh, and and I get that. So, um, look, I feel like I get it from CW's perspective or Warner Discovery's perspective, but um, I think for me, it now it just you turn to what happens now. I mean, Gossip Nights, like you said, is coming back or coming is coming out still. I'm glad they kept Naomi. I haven't actually had a chance I am, to watch I am, it. I am but, glad they kept Naomi too. I, I want to. I do want to watch it. Yeah, but I, you know, I want to give that show a chance. You know, there was yeah. word that oh, they may just they may chop that show, and I'm like, come on now. Like we, I haven't watched it yet, but it's only been one season. Almost, it almost doesn't matter. If, yeah. <laughs> and I feel um, like a show how, like Naomi honestly like has a chance to do well on like streaming because like again like there's a lot of stuff happening and we people know it's a new show. And if they do some more promotion and stuff, people will say, "Oh, okay, it's on Hulu now. Or, oh, it's on Netflix now. Like, all right, I'll, I'll I'll give it a crack." I I I wanted to watch it. It's just you know I really haven't yeah. been watching much CW content, and yes, it's a lot. Again, there's a lot going on. So it's and it's not available on streaming. So even if I wanted to watch right. it, like I'd have to use the CW app, and I'm not doing right. that. Right, so. I'm not doing the CW app. I'm not <laughs> just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like CW, um, first of all, I mean, I don't, I know that I guess they're selling CW. I don't know what the hell's going on, but they, they, what they need to do is they need to put these CW shows on HBO Max. Like, there's no yes. reason why, if it's under the the Warner 
umbrella. There's no reason why I should be worried about the freaking CW app. One of the worst streaming apps I've ever dealt with in my entire life. Yeah, like really that, the fact that that's even a thing also hurts CW honestly because that app, bad website. Yeah, because like because early on, like it's funny because they got worse. Because I I used to watch you know the Flash like season two on the CW app. Like it was actually like bearable. Like now right. like like I wouldn't even yeah I wouldn't. Well, you know what it was? It wasn't even on the CW app. It was it was because it was on Hulu back then. Well, that was it too. Yeah. Yeah, like you could watch these shows on Hulu, and then they did this deal with Netflix, which I can't. Even, I was gonna call it a stupid deal, but I don't know. Maybe it made them money, but like because of this it deal with Netflix, money, it didn't make them enough money to have to not sell itself. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a stupid deal for the. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> maybe it wasn't, deal for maybe the wasn't the greatest financial deal. Exactly. Um, but the stupid deal they did with Netflix now, like now they don't show them on Hulu once a week, and they don't show any they don't show it on anything. Like I don't know if they can put it on HBO Max because it's a stupid exclusivity deal with Netflix where Netflix says, Yeah, we, we get the rights to the show when the season is over, but in return you can't you can't you can't drop it or else people won't watch it on Netflix. Um so I get it, but I mean the the loser in that end in that uh clearly it's not working for Netflix either, right? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one seems to be doing well in that exchange, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, you know. It's unfortunate for me, you know, I I I'm I'm kinda on the Kindle side. Like I don't take joy in any superhero show getting cancelled because at the end of the day, like we do this podcast inspired by these creators that are trying to put superhero content online we need action. more of these shows we don't need we less. need more we we love talking about this stuff so i'm never gonna celebrate i mean unless the show is like i don't know actually offensive like i'm never gonna <laughs> <You> celebrate <laughs> yeah maybe that might be the one where i'll say yeah please get that out of here but um, otherwise i'm not really a show, someone's gonna celebrate a show getting canceled so i'm not here to celebrate batwoman i'm definitely not gonna celebrate legends getting canceled i i really enjoyed the first several seasons i watched of legends i i, I said on this podcast multiple times that there were times where Legends was without doubt the best Arrowverse show on CW. So Legends being canceled, it, it felt like to me, it just felt like in terms of why I fell off of it, it just seemed like they were kind of trying to do the same thing, but trying to just remix it every season or so to make it kind of new, but it wasn't really doing anything. I thought that was that innovative anymore. I felt like the model for what they were trying to do seemed a little stale at a certain point and that kind of made me lose interest but i know again this was a show that had a lot of fans seven seasons is a hell of a run so shout out to the creators and shout out everybody who's worked on that show to i mean i don't think anybody thought seven seasons we were gonna get out of legends of tomorrow but it ended up you know really lasting the test of time and then with batwoman (sighs) steep sigh (laughs) um i just feel like to me it just feels like a opportunity lost that is more frustration i'm never gonna i'm never gonna celebrate a cancellation it's actually frustration when it comes to batwoman because i think our versus had its ups and downs a lot of downs recently but i think the last season of arrow um the last two seasons of arrow i think kind of pointed to okay like if they could do this in gotham city uh this maybe you could do some interesting story this could be pretty interesting and I think, you know, we've seen, to me, like, Titans kind of take the thunder from Batwoman with, especially this past season of Titans taking place so much in Gotham. There was so much opportunity and so much potential to do 
so many cool things with the characters in the Gotham City universe and to see them kind of just I don't know I I just thought kind of just really make stuff of, up you know, make stuff up and I mean I kind of just like like just not really live up to the potential that was there now you never know how much is you know studio driven because that there's a lot of that I think that's a fair thing to especially when you're doing a Batman out. project yeah especially a Batman project you know that you know Warner Media's company say okay you can't do X Y Z B A C and G and that you know it limits you a little bit. But even the things that they did do, you know, which we did see them do some things like Hush and things like that, it's just uninspired, you know? And it makes you wonder, you know, who is in that creative room and and, and why are these things going so poorly? And then you lose Kate Kane. I, I'm sorry. That, that for me, was just very hard to get over. And maybe I'm just too beholden to canon, but... That to me was a whole one of the big <laughs> one of the big draws to the show was that you know you know Kate Kane the the the, the primary Batwoman a person connected to Bruce Wayne was going to be leading a show and that a lot of the story was about her connection to Bruce Wayne like do you lose that character you decide oh we're just not really going to focus on that character anymore and then you hear why and you realize a lot of the chaotic stuff we saw from the show seemed to stem from stuff happening behind the scenes it's just all sad it's all sad i don't know why that project didn't turn out to be better than it was but it does leave me kind of just wondering where where does um where does warner and where is really the berlanti angle of it where does the where does the arrowverse go from here i mean is the arrowverse essentially dead i mean i don't see any really <laughs> major project i mean this gotham nice project is just not something i'm very interested in it sounds the only, bad, the, man. It sounds awful. I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm just keeping it a buck. It sounds. <laughs> awful. It could be good, but it sounds bad. Maybe it'll be great, but it sounds like Birds of Prey, and I mean Birds yes. of Prey from like the back in in the WB days. That's what it sounds <laughs> yeah. like. Like it sounds that cartoonish. It sounds that just like somebody had like a fever dream and they pitched it somewhere and somebody was like, "Yo, we like it," and you're like, "What? Oh, we're gonna do this?" So yeah, that show I guess is apparently being push forward but other than that i don't see any growth for the arrowverse i love what i've seen from superman and lois but that that's really that's holding down the fort at this point i don't know what the hell is happening on the flash <laughs> well i don't know when for, i'm gonna figure that out but at the end of the day greg really could care less because his checks still uh, he, cash. he, he cashed that 400 million dollar check <laughs> so i guess he's good but they gave him 400 million dollars and i haven't seen very little to show hopefully he got guaranteed money yeah, over like that contract. That contract <laughs> better be fully guaranteed. There better not be no ways to avoid it because they, they gave it to this production company. You would think that yep. you have to actually produce stuff to get the bread, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's looking a lot like that Russell West Russell Westbrook contract at this point. It looked like Warner Media just waiting for that joint to run out because yeah. I don't see. I don't really see anything to maybe get excited about this 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 expanding world that Bernie's supposed to be creating. So. But we said it at know. the time, man. That there's, yeah. there's no way he's gonna live up to that contract. Yeah, we did say that. We did say yeah, that on this podcast. Yeah. You cannot say no, we did not I mean, say that. Like, wow, that's a lot of money. You know, just First kinda... thing you, we type in Greg Berlanti for is four hundred million. It's crazy. <laughs> they gave him four hundred million. <laughs> and we wow, got money through twenty twenty four. That was a six year deal for four hundred million dollars. That's insane. You know. That's just insane and, money. And, we, and we, all we got was Stargirl, which was good, and Superman Lois, which was good. 
and that was it. And I don't know if he's making you that much money. Is he making them four hundred million dollars? There's just zero cannot, chance. He's losing them a lot. A lot of these shows are probably in the black or probably in the red. Yeah, yeah, they have to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't That's know. That's a man. lot of money. It's not even for movie for TV. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, but man, we'll pour one out for Legends. We'll pour one out for Batwoman. They gave us great moments. Legends gave us. Oh, and by the way, moments. he did get his deal in cash. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, so he, well, he wasn't going to get. Smart, he wasn't going to get anything on the back end. He literally got the bag. I think he's fine. <laughs> they just gave him the money up front. That's up wow. front. He's got a good agent, man. God, God bless yes, America. <laughs> God bless America. That's all I can say about that. But uh, yeah, we'll pour one out for Batwoman. We'll pour one out for. He, he did the Ben Simmons. <laughs> like now, I got my money. I'm going to show up to work. Yeah, exactly. Um, I might, yeah, I'm, I was going to say something right mean, but I'm not going <laughs> I'm not going to regard Ben Simmons. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. So happy to have the whole crew back with us. Kendall joining on the podcast this week. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. We're doing our Young Justice and our Moon Knight reviews on there. So we've just reviewed an episode of Young Justice that's up there. We're going to be reviewing the season finale of Moon Knight on there. So make sure, you, if not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to our channel, New Generation Media. And follow us individually on social media. Um, well, first of all, follow us as a group on social media. You can follow us on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. And individually, you can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. Instagram, Action EJ. You can find Shamari on Snapchat, Instagram, MCShan22. And Kenneth we found on Twitter, New Gen Ken. Thank you guys so much again for checking us out. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.